Good afternoon. I'm Tim Swindle, director of the Lunar and Planetary Laboratory at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Joining me today for a conversation about Tucson's rains is Christopher Castro, Associate Professor of Hydrology and Atmospheric Science at the University of Arizona. Chris, thanks for coming in and sharing your research. Uh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. In Tucson, we're always thinking about rain or lack thereof, but the summer and winter rains are different, right? Oh, yes, quite different. In wintertime, we get the majority of our rainfall from these big winter storms, and we have a handful of them over the course of a season. Summer is very different because we get monsoon rains, which are thunderstorms that typically form over the mountains surrounding the city during the day, and then in the evening they organize and can produce some heavy rainfall um, in the city on occasion. And those are our monsoon rains. We've heard about these rains for years if we're in Tucson. What is there to be learned about it now? What's your research? With respect to the monsoon, um, we're actually trying to figure out how the character of monsoon rainfall is changing with respect to a changing global climate. And how do you do that? Well, we use a variety of tools, both looking at long-term historical observation data um, to look at how the trends have been evolving over the past century or so. And then we use models integrated for periods in the future to assess changes over the next 50 to 100 years. How do you check the models against reality? Part of the climate change projection model is executed over a historical period of record. So the period of these models is typically 1950 to 2100. So we have a period of where the model data is coincident with a very robust instrumental record. How has the extreme, for example, been changing over the last century? It all relates to how the thermodynamic characteristics of the atmosphere are changing. And just, just to simplify that for your listeners, um, it's how the heat and moisture characteristics of the atmosphere are changing. As the global climate is changing and the Earth is becoming warmer, the atmosphere has a greater moisture holding capacity. So when rain occurs, it tends to be more intense now than it used to be. And this is pretty robust in the recent observational record and our model experiments that are looking at changes in the intensity of North American monsoon rainfall um, indicate that that seems to be the case here. And what is happening to the average amount of rainfall in a year, for example, in your models? In the wintertime, that actually seems to be decreasing. But in the summertime, either the mean is slightly increasing or remaining about the same. And why does the amount of rain in the winter rains seem to be going down? Do you, can you explain that? The changes in winter precipitation seem to be more related to changes in the large-scale global circulation. So there's been an observed retreat of the jet streams northward that creates larger subtropical highs, and we just get less storms that tend to affect this part of the southwestern United States. And does that also mean that it stays warmer here if the jet stream moves north? Correct. And in fact, um, some of the greatest warming that has already been observed in the contiguous United States is, is right here in the southwest. Does your work bear on, for example, projections of how much water will be in the Colorado River in the future? Yeah, so we've looked at that in the context of using um, regional atmospheric models to project future stream flow in the Colorado Basin. 
And our preliminary results seem to suggest um, perhaps even more dire decreases in, in stream flow than what is currently the operational standard used by Bureau of Reclamation. This is on order of about a 10% decrease in the next 20 to 30 years. And our research suggests that it, it, it might be more than that maybe even on the order of like 20%. You are now in a department that's hydrology and atmospheric science. That's a relatively recent merger. How does that change how you work? In terms of our ability to do research and the topics that we're encouraged to do research on, not much. But I think it's good from the standpoint that now we have administratively a more formal connection with hydrology. So we're better able to look at the complete water cycle question. Well, Chris, thanks for speaking with us. I am Tim Swindle, director of the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory, and this has been Arizona Science. You can hear this and other Arizona Science conversations by going to the Arizona Public Media website at azpm.org.